0: Welcome, everybody, to the New Flesh Podcast, the podcast you deserve. We're back again with another episode of Side Boob Cinema, and today we'll be reviewing the classic Revenge of the Nerds, and joining me, as always, is my good friend, Jonathan Astro. And AJ, how are you guys? I'm really excited.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> I feel fucking like pumped. I say that every week. You
0: know?
2: <laughs> no, but, well, it's all right. Look, I'm pumped. I, I, I've been itching to talk about this, and um, it's been a roller coaster ride. Do you know? There like, is some controversy surrounding this film. Mm. So. Well, what? look, let's just lead with, you know, I was all ready to go last night. I, wa- I watched the film really late, like, you like, uh, know, in, in the piece, and then I get this message saying, read this article, and you sent me this article and I read it, <laughs> and I wish I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was steamed. I was steamed. <laughs> so, I was
1: steamed too, and I got shut down. uh, Oh, really? Yeah, I got told to shut up and go to sleep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not in those words. Well, it's good.
2: (laughs) I've got you guys fired up for today's show. Yeah, no. Look. But anyway, all I ask of you guys is to to try and help me not sound fucking unhinged. Like, (laughs) pull me back from the brink if I go too far because, and the only reason I'm going to go go where it needs to go in certain, but we'll take a couple of reasons. One is because we're not afraid of what people think of us, well, mostly. And, (laughs) And secondly, because of the nature of this film, you kind of, if you ignore the controversy completely, then I think
3: you're maybe not doing your due diligence, so. Star Wars, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid the sound of music in the tradition of these great films about fighting back against the odds 20th Century Fox presents another milestone in motion picture history revenge of the nerds 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 nerds, nerds. nerds. what is a nerd <laughs> they've been laughed at picked on and put down. I'm not kissing a nerd. They don't have the moves. Or the muscle. You know karate? Uh, no. Good. But they've got the brains.
0: I know what we're gonna do.
3: It's time for the odd. <laughs> to get even. Their action tonight demands an immediate retaliation. How many cameras do we have left? This should do it. Oh, here oh. she comes. Go up, go up. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> that nerd song. It's as good as you. Revenge of the Nerds. Their time has come.
0: I drink to that.
2: What we ta- which film are we talking about today? <laughs> uh, we are talking about no. No. Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> nerds! Revenge of the Nerds. All right. So uh, let's, let's give you a quick synopsis. If you don't know this film, uh, it's from 1984. It follows Gilbert and Lewis, two nerds who are entering college for the first time. They like they quickly come up against their main antagonist, the Jocks. These are the Alpha betas, all in red and white. Uh, the Alpha betas burn down their frat house at a rather rowdy party, and um, the entire freshman class, including our two main nerds, uh, have to cede their com- accommodations to the Alpha betas. The freshmen are then relocated and uh, subsequently enabled to join fraternities, which is a, which is a new thing. I think you have to you can only join later, but they they're allowed to join in uh, as freshmen. Uh, most of the freshmen are selected. The remaining ones band together and essentially form their own fraternity. This sort of wonderful, diverse group of of nerds, uh, we'll call them. That's that's the term they that, that everyone uses. Uh, but they need sponsorship from a national fraternity, an already established fraternity. So what happens then? Just to run, I think this is important because I think people lose the the rest of the story. So I'll just run through the what what what. What happens? So Betty Childs, the lead cheerleader and the girlfriend of the main alpha beta, uh, she sets them up, and they, you know, and in, and in, in, in they are continually humiliated and re- repeatedly by the alpha betas. And when they f- actually find a place to live and get out of the gym where they've all been living, the harassment continues unprovoked. They discovered that their only recourse is to appeal to the Greek Council, which is also run by the Alpha betas, so you know the system's rigged against them. They cleverly use these bylaws um, of a national fraternity uh, called Lambda 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 to join on a probationary basis, and they they decide to throw a party to impress the heads of uh, the uh, the Lambda, the Lambda 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 organisation, or the Trilams. Uh, the Alpha betas jeopardize their application to the, the Lambda 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 by setting pigs on them and mooning them in front of the heads uh, of the fraternity. The nerds resolve then to become the best fraternity on campus. They they want to win the homecoming carnival and take over the Greek council, which is the only way you can do that. So, But first they decide to get revenge on the Alpha betas, uh and the Pies by conducting a panty raid on the Pies. Uh, which is actually a ruse to plant cameras in their dorm, which we'll get late, to, to later. Too. To finish it off, they get accepted into Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. They're humiliated one last time uh, when the Alpha Betas destroy their house and uh, the Greek council shows um, uh, that they are, well, this is actually before they show that they're corrupt. But then uh, the, the nerds all use their various skills to to win the, the Homecoming Carnival and then we finish at the end with the the nerds triumphant and the Alpha Betas vanquished. Yay! <laughs> I had never, I think I've seen this movie uh, more times than I've had hot dinners. Uh, but, <laughs> but at the same time, this was the first time again that I had, you know, genuinely paid attention to the turns of the script. So some of this stuff was, I was surprised at how deft some of these turns were and how, how much they made sense. Did anyone? Uh, it's actually the first time I've seen this film. Me too. Really? Yeah. That's so exciting. I Damn. actually, can I not talk for a bit? And I actually want to hear, your, <laughs> no, I honestly want to hear two first-time viewers of this film. I, I need to hear, what to, just hit me, what, what's, the, what's the deal? I, I enjoyed it a lot, actually. I thought it was,
0: um, I, I've, I've discovered I'm a bit of a sucker for like a prank movie. Like I get nostalgic <laughs> for pranks. So, yeah, I love that. I, I love the cast of characters, the nerds. I thought they were, um, you know, Poindexter's heaps of fun. This crazy violin playing guy with bulletproof glasses, and um, who else do I love? Oh, I love, I love Takashi.
2: Me too. Takashi Toshiro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so another, uh, let's say, mildly racist portrayal of a uh, of a Japanese Japanese student. Uh, I loved him. Uh, the cheerleaders, oh, the, not the cheerleaders, the, um, what are they called? The pies. They're super hot. What do you think? What do you think, AJ? Oh,
1: I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I, I did love the nerds, uh, even though Lewis looks like he's 85. Um, <laughs> um, I loved their friendship, Gilbert yes, and Lewis' yeah, friendship. Yeah, yeah. I, everybody needed a friend like Lewis. He really was great for Gilbert. yeah,
0: yeah, I thought I thought that was one of the one of the central parts of the film for me was that friendship because Gilbert is really self-conscious and and a little bit uh, scared of going to college and and um he, he lacks a lot of confidence, and Lewis is super upbeat and positive mm-hmm. and and throughout the course of the of the film, uh, their, their their time in college really wears wears Lewis down. And he ends up becoming quite pessimistic, and mm. then Gilbert sort of steps in to to lift Lewis up a little bit. I, I feel like he he takes on some of that um, uh, brotherly responsibility in a way, and and um, yeah, helps helps Lewis through it, which I found uh, yeah, I found quite nice.
1: Mm. And I I really liked the the opening song. The song was Brad. <laughs> I'd yeah, yeah, have that as my ringtone if people still had ringtones. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed <laughs> it. Um, and I think that the even though they were stereotypical, say, some people might say, um, the group didn't make any fun of, the nerds, like they all just accepted each other and
2: yeah, like yeah. even
1: when um Lamar was throwing the javelin and they'd made it aerodynamic.
2: <laughs> just to um, suit his limp wristed suit- <laughs> throwing style. <laughs> that's right. That's but, right.
1: But it wasn't a big gag on him. Like No, no. they just it,
2: accepted it. They're just yeah. like that, They were like, he's it. got a limp wrist, you yeah, know. And they didn't
1: give a fuck that he was gay. That's right. They didn't care. Be about Takashi being Asian there wasn't any really asian jokes apart from the script right
2: the Yeah. booker was yeah, a cunt
1: yeah. but that's that's <laughs> besides the point like
2: <laughs> he was he was he was always doing him out of money but that that, yeah. was, that was america's um fear of japan in the 80s cuz japan was ascendant and yeah. and in the in a, he had a, and the one of the best economies in the world and that was that was america Booger was america saying you know, you don't, we're just going to bilk you however we can, <laughs> you <laughs> like know. Like there could have
1: been infractions within the group, but there yes. wasn't any. Like the young, the worm's a kid. Like yeah. why the fuck is there a kid here? No. <laughs> like
2: There has to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: well, there's that scene where he, uh, yeah, he's, he's standing between two uh, large-breasted ladies. <laughs> bosom, bosom height. Yeah, bosom height, <laughs> and he's just checking him out, and then and then he smiles at the camera.
2: It's nice. Yeah, yeah he breaks the fourth wall. He yeah, he does. Yeah. Isn't this great? And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> he's right. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, well, isn't interesting? Like it interesting? I feel
0: like I feel like nerds have have won. You know, nerds. Look at Mark Zuckerberg. He's he's king of the world. Definitely. I'm so glad, I'm so glad you, you brought that up.
2: up. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up.
0: This could almost be a documentary of.
2: Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's time in college. <laughs> well, interestingly, the the that narrative of because I mean, we, you know, we we watched Hard Bodies, and in Hard Bodies, it didn't seem like that they were tuned into the same sort of cultural shift that was going on. It was around about the same time, and the geeks in Hard Bodies were what the fuck were they? We talked about them like they were they were just the weirdest group of slobs. They were yeah. geeks, you know. Whereas this was so. You know, so uh, uh, distinct. You know what I mean? Like, and it was, it was, it was. was, I think it really did, um, because arguably that in Animal House, those guys are the alpha betas, Mm. and you know, well, if if memory serves, to a certain degree, they're the they're the privileged sort of like you know um, guys on campus who run the cool party house, and you know. Uh whereas now this movie is like a complete shift to the perspective of what were what were called nerds, you know? And um, but as you say, the the, the they have taken over. And I think that if you were gonna do a, a modern day sequel, I actually think the one we need to have now is is the revenge of the jocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like you know what I mean to a certain degree. Like, like I feel like um you know, because Evergreen State with Brett Weinstein, all that <laughs> isn't that kind of the end stage, the excess of all of this. Yeah, yeah. You know, where a well, guy you know, Seth MacFarlane is is making a reboot of this. Oh my God, I I, I read this and I was just like, you know, I, do, I, I deeply disapprove of all of this kind of stuff, like because this movie exists, in a self unselfconscious time, and it don't, it won't survive the you know this modern era yeah this the the new era is too we're too hot about all of this like it would just be it's gonna be so vanilla or so I don't know it'd just be one of those improv movies as well like Ghostbusters a reboot where it's just wow 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 everyone's just like just talking, talking. all the time. Yeah talking and, and you just go shut up, <laughs> <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa McCarthy just shut up yeah <laughs> you know so yeah uh, what
1: about what about
2: favourite scenes? I love oh. a good
1: makeover scene. I was happy. With, I love the house scene when yes. they all pitch. I mm. love that kind of shit.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great track as well. And uh, you know, well, one of my sisters and I always do the line. Um, you know, uh, so when Bo- Booger is handing the joint to Takashi, and he's like, you know, Takashi's painting, and he's like. You know how you feel anything? Yet? And he says, "Uh, you know, I won't do the accent." But uh, Takashi's like, uh, <laughs> Takashi's like, I don't feel anything. And Booker's like, "Um, oh, you need another hit." And then he says, "How about now?" And now I'll do the accent because he goes, "No, I feel nothing at all." <laughs> <laughs> As he slides down, you know, uh, so good. Uh, yeah, no, that is a great scene. That is a great scene. Uh, I, I had a, I had a transcendent experience watching this movie. I haven't seen it in a little while, and 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 it, you know, this was a rewind and watch again movie for me. So, but I don't know. I don't know if people because I mean, you know, when as an adult you don't really do that. and you're more well, people say they do that. That's like that's like compulsive behavior. But when you were a kid or whatever, like it was one of the ones that just stops and then you just rewind it and you just play it again yeah you know what I mean like think about that think about that behavior for a second imagine that if I said oh yeah I watched um John Wick and then I watched it again (laughs) 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 wouldn't you say dude we need to get you some help (laughs) 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 But, but back in the day I just loved hanging out in this world like it was um and I had such a uh, and a fantastic like change of perspective. I really, you know, because I'm alumni age now, so I really identified with the people in the crowd at the end of the movie. The sort of the old nerds who were sitting there, and I was like, oh wow, like you know, I had such a um a, a richer experience of of this movie. And I, I think this this movie is had packs genuine emotional punch, and I think part of it is because of the as you guys were saying, like the the genuine, and I know I've been banging on about this last couple of weeks, but the, this is the probably the, the the zenith of the of the of of um what I'm talking about in terms of a genuine project of inclusion. You know what I mean? Mm, like yeah. like the the nerds were, you know, it's one of the most diverse group of of people I've ever seen. You know, uh, you know at that at that time in terms of uh, think about it, we've got we've got. We're a kid. We've got Wormser. We've got Japan. You know, there's, we've got, we've got, um, Indian. We've got um, yeah uh, LGBT. We've got um, gross uh, in Booga.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Step aside, Mama. I want to see some of that muff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a great line. <laughs> Step aside, Mama. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. So yeah, a really g- wonderful group. And then they form the alliance with the the Omega Moos, who are you know the female version of the 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 other. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. different body shapes, like super tall chick obviously uh, uh, larger framed girls um you know geeky gawky girls but they're all fun (laughs) Mm. they are yeah how does booger refer to them what is he called the pigs yeah well initially no but (laughs) but the thing is it's changed though because he says he says the moles man they're pigs and and then he's loving it he loves it the most (laughs) the message is slow dancing while he's grabbing grabbing booty buns (laughs) the message is you don't know what you're missing you know, mm. that's the message. So, so don't judge people. You know, and um, yeah. So yeah, it was a really and 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 you know, I don't like to get uh, too maudlin, but I did. Uh, I may have wept a few times. I might have like cried a bit. Okay? <laughs> you cried a bit. You cried. Which parts? Oh, I I wept deeply. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lockdown's not doing yeah. good things for
2: you. <laughs> yeah, let's just drum it up to lockdown a bit. But um, so there's a bit of lockdown tears in there. But having said that, having said that, no, no, I was I, we I thought it was um I thought the the cruelty of the alpha alpha beta some of their stuff was just bang out of order. Like you know what I mean? Like um, so yeah, this the just the, the 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 targeted bullying and stuff like, I was just like oh fucking hell like like it's so it's so uncalled for like you know yeah. I mean that's what people need to get straight like about what we think about well, what I think about this sort of stuff cuz i don't poke fun of all sorts of ridiculous excesses of 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 diversity and inclusion but at the end of the day i would never stand for someone just like standing at the top of something and going no to just calling out something like that's yeah. so Awful.
0: Well, the first scene where we see um where we see ogre, he's holding someone over a balcony by their holding onto their ankles,
2: and and he drops them. Yeah, I've always thought about that guy. Yeah.
0: That's like that that guy fell on his head and probably died.
2: Yeah. Well, You know that's what happens if you are not in the in group. <laughs> 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 fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, man! Just go and die. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, I thought. um So no, so it was a, it was a really emotional experience, and and I thought that the ending was. You know, I get really. I, I have, I because I, I mentioned the script before. I think that the work being done is sort of a bit underrated. Like, you know, that they have to win the the. Um, the approval of the the lambda lambda lambda, which is this this sort of like uh, unlikely proud black fr- fraternity, like all black fraternity, uh, headed by some black exploitation stars, actually, and, uh, and they look like the Black Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they're or the or the um uh uh nation of Islam or something for America, yeah. and uh, and so they have to win. They win. They hard they they win the approval of these guys by throwing a killer party and like and, and that's part of their revenge campaign against the the the, the pies and the alphabetas is that they, they get revenge and lambda 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 lamb, let them in and then it's lambda 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 at the end who who allow Gilbert to, to make his speech, you know? Like they but that that alliance, again hmm. inclusion was yeah. was was uh, allowed it's him beautiful. to yeah so it really it really gets me it's so you know it's so um well not not everyone agrees with you on that last point about the
0: uh the lambda lambda lambdas uh teaming up with the nerds there mm. <laughs> I have read that uh trying to trying to paint the nerds in the same light as the civil rights movement and the black experience in America is um is not on and is is sickening in fact oh <laughs> big <laughs> words uh, uh, which uh i think is uncalled for you know i think the writers are striving to to elevate the material to 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 make a poignant statement about life and the human condition and what's mm. wrong with that why can't that exist in in a screwball comedy.
2: Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think, well, it sounds like, you're, are we going to talk about this article? <laughs> Maybe we'll hold off a little bit and then we'll get into the article. <laughs> now, I, I, sent, I sent Ricky and
0: AJ, like you said at the top of the show, I did send you guys an article, Got you Steamed, um, <laughs> yeah. that talks Before about all bed. the problematic things about
2: Revenge of the Nerds. Well, well, well look. No, but hey, part of the reason we're doing this podcast as well is a few always have, there's obviously a confluence of events that, that that occur. But one of them was it was last year or maybe the year before at most. I had uh, someone came over to my house. Now the reason I'm telling this story, and if I, if eventually they find they they listen to this podcast, and I don't know for whatever reason, I want this person to know that I genuinely thank them like for this oh. for what they did. <laughs> No, because it's like, and I respect this person actually, and I really okay. like them, so I want them to. I want them to, to know that. But they came over to my house. It's Kate, okay, one of Katie's crew. All right, I said it. Right,
1: oh, okay, one,
2: that's good. So one of Katie's crew She's come over, and I'm just like, you know, it's a bit awkward when some, when you, you you know, one of your partner's friends comes over, and you're sort of when you're in a smaller place or whatever, you just be like, like you know, I've got to walk through, but I, got, to, I'm going to get caught, you know, like. You can't just you can't just like walk through and sh- shrug and go like a teenager. Yeah. You've got to you can't, sort of, you can't hide out. There's no way to hide. No. Nah. So anyway, I'm walking through and I'm engaged for a bit, and then you know she starts talking about. She points to the uh, poster on the wall, which is you know an original one sheet of um, Revenge of the Nerds. And uh, <laughs> so hang on, so you have a giant poster of Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, in your o- original one sheet. Okay. Okay. All right. I just and want me, the audience to know that <laughs> in condition. So anyway, uh, <laughs> she says. <laughs> she says. She goes. Oh, oh, that that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, like you know, that movie's like, you know, all about rape culture and all that. And then then I was like, what? And then I I just said, oh well, you know, I, I mean, I think it was a, a Saturday morning or something, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, well, it's all about context, isn't it? And then she said, oh well. It was. I, 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 she goes. Oh, it was a different time, eh? Like, I guess that isn't that what Harvey Weinstein said or something, you know? And this really rattled my chain. Like, there was a, there was a couple of things. I was just like, I firstly, I love the 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 equivalence of um this this uh, you know frothy it's sex comedy movie. This movie. <laughs> this movie and the actions of a criminal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of, of a man of a who serial was de-
1: rapist. Of
2: a serial rapist who was described by one of his um, victims as a repulsive man. <laughs> so it's, it's that conflation. And then me saying, oh, okay, like pushing her a bit and she reveals she hadn't even seen the movie. So she just read oh, a Salon worst. article, a Slate article or something where people had gone to town on it for some online content and then thought it was appropriate, which this never comes up, is it a appro- if you see a poster on the wall or a piece of art on the wall of someone's house that you're just visiting before you go, you go out or something? Is that the time? Is that appropriate for you to comment on it? If you're going to say something that the person clearly likes the thing, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Because you, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you hate it, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know. And she goes, oh, what that movie? And I go, yeah, I fucking hate. Yeah, it. maybe you just
0: surround yourself with things that remind you of the,
2: the patriarchy. And- yeah. And Which is male, male on female violence, you know. Yeah. To keep me on, like in the way in the way that Jordan Peterson has like Soviet R yes, all over his head. Yes. House, yeah. You know? <laughs> I was thinking of that actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know why. Because you are the patriarchy. Jordan Peterson. That's why. I know. So anyway, that's all to say is like, I was like, and that was when I started thinking, is this what I was like? What the fuck is going on here? Like, the, the, why is why is everyone like you know who, why people who haven't seen this movie um, commenting on it? And why is there this sort of uh, overwhelming you know reputation of this thing? Because it's a, it's re- it's a really basic thing now. It's like you could be at a party and someone would be like, oh, you know, ruins to the nerves or something. And and you're just a bit like you know. Do you have anything else to say or yeah. are you just nowadays it's
0: Harry Potter. Someone will someone will pop up about.
2: Oh, J- how there's JK like not Rowling. enough representation, or something, or JK yeah, or just transphobia, transphobia, mm. you know?
0: Yeah, bigotry. Man. I think that I think if you haven't seen the movie, you you can't really criticize it with any any authority. It sounds like your house guest was was speaking from a pretty authoritarian point of view, like like it was signed, sealed, and delivered. You know, it's like Revenge of the Nerds got convicted, it went to jail for 120 years, and you know, case closed.
1: Take that fucking poster down.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Yes. Well, but if that isn't, if if repeating review sentiments of a movie you haven't seen, isn't going along to get along, then I don't know what is. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it, it, it it was a staggering thing and it's such a shame, like, you know, because there's so much fun in this movie. It's so much good stuff. Like, um, you know, uh like like about that that Lambda 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 thing. Like I was talking to Sheila before and she said that one of her favorite I'm not talking out of school, but she told me uh, that one of her favorite bits was when UN, the guy who runs um Lambda Lambda Lambda, proudly puts the the picture of the nerds on the wall. Yeah. 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 And you how how could you not but be moved? Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, like 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 what kind what a, who are these the this temperance league? that now run shit, you know, that they just sit there and go, like they go, oh, ow, oh, like just watching a movie. Haters, just yeah. haters. Yeah. You know? and, 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 and black and white thinking as well. Like you just got to go, oh, like like they just see things so simply and, oh, God, it just drives me crazy. Mm.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe we should discuss the, the scene in question here, the, the controversial scene. Okay. You go first. All right, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there is a, um, how should we say, a, a rape by disguise? Is that
2: is that how you might put it? Actually, it's it's pretty similar to what Keith and Uri did, except with a mask, and that the person didn't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So the setup is that Lewis, oh. one of our nerds, uh, he he he. Is wearing a similar to disguise at a, at a you know a costumed event uh, to Betty's boyfriend, and so he adopts a mask and pretends you know d- by omission pretends to be uh, a Stan, uh, a Betty's boyfriend. He goes down on her. Uh, you know she finds out afterwards after she has climaxed and says, you know, there's a moment of oh my god! Look. Actually, she's not as horrified as she should be, and no, then not at all. and then she's. <laughs> He's quickly won over by his skills yeah. the and then says, you know, um, you, he's, you've done things to me that no one's ever done before.
1: You're wonderful. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there you go. So what do we make of this? When this happened, were you guys immediately um, sort of horrified or? AJ, you go first.
1: It, di- it didn't feel great. Like I was like,
2: oh.
1: <laughs> 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 it wasn't great. <laughs> but at the same, like, and that there was no repercussions from it.
0: Yeah. Well, because like she enjoyed it. That's right. That's, so,
1: look, there's this whole kink out there that some, this happens to some people and they enjoy it.
0: Well, yeah. That my but, my my question is: if is it rape if you enjoy it? Jesus Christ!
2: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely rape. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely I knew going? that
0: would be your your reaction right there, John. <laughs> But I had to say it. I had to say it. I'm yeah. playing devil's advocate here.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: okay. Isolate the audio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he does the edit, unfortunately. No. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in charge. But, uh, yeah, so, look, the, it's, yeah, it's, 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 in, it's fairly indefensible, you know, in, yeah. on, on the face, I think. I'm more interested in the fact that, let's just say, even if she did, so so Betty does... Fall in love with, with Lewis, right? Afterwards, she's also gonna find out, like when they go on their first date or whatever, like that um the entire college has a picture of her with her titties out. Like, yeah. As oh, I well. forgot
1: about that. Yeah.
2: Like because of the surveillance. Yeah. Like that, that's which is what that, that's called revenge porn. Yes. <laughs> <It> is, <yeah>. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 1980s style. Great line from Stan. He looks down, he looks down at the thing and he says, That's my pie. <laughs> nah. So yeah, simple as you like. My
1: f- favourite line was Takashi saying, "Oh, hair pie, hair pie," and he <laughs> saw <Muff>. gone <laughs> it's, it's,
2: it's such an exotic, <laughs> <term. laughs> <laughs> don't you think? Like particularly now because because obviously being her suit is not in no. So it's being <laughs> like, yeah, hi, like it's celebratory. <laughs> it was. He was maybe, excited. Maybe yeah. feminists should reclaim Takeshi and say, oh, we <laughs> like a man who, who likes a real woman. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so he was, yeah, I think that's uh, an underrated, definitely an underrated part. <laughs> the nerds are
0: treated Quite poorly by by both these fraternities here, and would anyone feel that the retribution is justified? That what how they went about about getting revenge? They could have they could have come up with other things to do rather than rig up cameras in someone's dormitory and you know taking photos of nude chicks. They were smart though; they got the kid to do it.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah, he he'll get off with some sort of probation. Lamar, I don't know, he might have to go down. He might have to do a, a 25 year bit because he helped plant the camera.
1: That's true.
2: But he might yeah, I don't know what he could say. Um but uh AJ I mean AJ what do you th- I've got a lot to say about this particular point. So I'll get what do you think AJ? Is the is the retribution of the 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 nerds you know, well, is is
1: it that'll, that's what'll be interesting in if they do a remake? Because what are they going to do? What are the hijinks going to be?
2: Well, if if you believe that words are violence, and if you believe that
1: mm.
2: everything is a, is an aggression, if you believe that everything's a microaggression, then the movie can't happen. No. Do you know what no. I mean? Like but like so. Let there alone be no that movies. <laughs> well, but that's the thing, you know. That's the thing, you know. So um, I feel like. Uh, yes. I, I I have a um. Let me offer. This is one of my the first of my my uncontrollable rants. This one's short though, so just <laughs> fucking stay. Just fucking stay with me. All right. No, no. But seriously, I I feel like someone needs to be because this this is if you go on the internet, this movie is. Is just yeah, it's, it's now mired in controversy, and it's really it's 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 the thing to do to get on and write some Buzzfeed article or some salon article about how, you know, how, they, how the the this movie's for pigs and and you're so morally superior. I feel like this movie needs. Uh, a lawyer, the same kind of lawyers that we hire for, you know, war criminals. And, um, you know, there's a great film uh, a few years ago by Robert Redford, director, about one of the cons- alleged conspirators of Lincoln's uh, assassination plot um, and, and uh, the lawyer hired to, to um, uh, um, pre- defend that person, you know, because it, it, I think a society should be judged by how we, how we defend the indefensible um, you know, and and how we we try and find humanity there. So unlike the person who wrote the article, which we'll talk about later, I'm not going to give in to the temptation to grandstand. Uh, but here, what do we, what do you think of this? We need to look at the context of the world the film was made in, but I think we also need to look at the context of the of the film itself. So the world of the narrative. So. Forget the context of the world because we can argue about that. We can say, oh, yeah, like, you know, women back then liked it when you put on a mask and, and have sex with them when they didn't know it was you. Um, that's not my view. That's someone else's view <laughs> is what I'm saying. But anyway, we could argue about that. But the point is we can't argue about the the world of the narrative of the film. So Lewis's deception of Betty is a crime. And I, you can't argue otherwise, right? It, uh, it's an exact... But I, the thing I would say about this is that I think what people miss is that it's an exaggerated and super extreme version of the kind of risks we take early in relationships. Like it's not a manual for your life. And film ultimately is about hyperbole. It's about bold. Like, you know, pretty woman's not a dating manual. You know what I mean? <laughs> so... <laughs> so, <it's, Sorry>. so <laughs> <laughs> so you see what I'm saying right like the, the the point is that you know in early in relationships you clearly take risks you you one of you has to go in for a kiss one of you has to say one of you has to risk um that the other person doesn't feel the same way about even going on a date, or you could, you know, maybe they're a colleague and you've got to say, Would you like to get a coffee? And now, and then we've discussed before, you know, if you're hot enough and they want to say yes, then yes. But if you're not attractive enough and whatever, then off to court for you, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I feel like this, this, the, 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 what they're trying to do with that moment, although it is, it is what it is, is they're saying that like, you know, early we recognize that moment because the, the thing is, early in the relation in anyone's relationship, that element of risk is there. And if we take out that element of risk and, and um, entirely, then oh, dating is going is to be a nightmare. It's going to become signing forms and, and all of that. You know, what I, is it does any of that sort of like resonate with you or not?
0: For My sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. The last, the last thing you want is is to have some sort of consent app where you've, you've got to creepily sit next to your, uh, b- person that you're interested in and say, okay, uh, so, uh, I would like to kiss you now. Uh, would you like to get your consent app out and uh, we'll just scan each other's thing here and then we can we can do it.
1: And in the last uh, season of Curb. yes, or was it the last season or the second?
0: Second, last, maybe no, I think it's the last season, yeah. yeah.
1: How he take how he does, uh, Larry David, uh, takes a video,
0: yeah, he films everything, films, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. He's like, Now I'd like to put my arm around you, would yeah. you be okay with that? Oh, yeah. excellent,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's great, yeah, yeah. Showing how it also reminds
0: it me is. a little bit about that scene in Demolition Man where Sandra Bullock asks Sylvester Stallone if. If if they'd like to make love, and he's like, because he he's been frozen for I don't know a hundred years or something, and he's come back into the future, and I think she's going to get a little bit of action here, and then she comes out with like this this VR headset
2: that he's got to wear, and they glowing ball
0: there. or something. So it's a it's a glowing ball, is it?
2: Yeah, well, I've, I think they've got to put their hands on this thing on this ball, this as well as put the VR thing yeah. on, and, it's, yeah, and yeah, they yeah, sort yeah. of just have this this stupid sensory experience, and he yeah, and he yeah. and he's like she's like. What did you think was going to happen? He's like, I don't know, the hunker-chunker. <laughs> 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 and, and she goes, do you mean fluid transfer?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> disgusting.
1: <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like that's where we're headed, you know. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, obviously, we need to this move the, the people who, who accused this this scene. Um, they are, you know, you just got to ask yourself: Am I being an extremist? Like, am I being charitable to the people who made it? Am I being charitable to the to the to the meaning behind what they're doing? Uh, you know, as well, and, and am I advocating for? Do like you know, and if you want the consent app and you want all that, just say that and say, Oh, I believe in all of that. Oh, and I think that scene is terrible. And then we can know that you're an extremist. But if you say, Oh, look, I think that he was bang out of order and he's just lucky she was into it, <laughs> 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 I don't know. No, look, it's a, that's a difficult scene to defend, but I hmm. think, but you've, but you've, but you brought up the other thing, which is the, um, the, the revenge. So, which I believe is in the title. Yeah, you know, this is actually what we paid our money to see is the revenge. So I've got some logic we can use here. Let's see if we can use um, some logic that we might have seen before. So the panty raid and the surveillance are both crimes. Uh, but I think that they are acts of revenge in a dirty war being waged by privileged people in power uh, against the powerless, the nerds, you know. So last year, we saw businesses destroyed, looting, assaults, deaths ignored in the major media uh, and in major US cities, because you know that narrative was being pushed, right? They said that um, uh, they said that it was oppressed oppressed people, and that you know law, laws and and whatnot didn't it wasn't as as important. So basically, the system is uh, it's set up against the nerds. The system, the Greek Council, is run by crooked elites. These homogenous group of wasps, right? They're so we're so we're defending this group of homogenous white people uh, uh who have rigged the system against this this group of um diverse people who are just trying to get on with their lives the bullying and harassment that they suffered is like serious repeated and like escalating it's like some of it's hate crimes it's yeah. like the the pigs that they that they released it wasn't just for the the landers it was for the moose as well you know <laughs> and do you know this has always troubled me when they moon, when the alphabeta's moon, like this is this is actually sexual assault because I actually saw ogre's balls. Oh, I saw his big ball sack,
1: <laughs> big sweaty ball sack.
2: Because surprisingly, um, ogre's got a bit of a thigh gap. Oh. So, so you see, it's been working out. So you see his balls. So that's that is a sexual crime. Do you know what I mean? Like, if seeing. Um, some of Taylor Harris's inner thigh is a sexual crime, then seeing ogre's balls thrust in my direction is also a sexual crime. So the nerds take revenge on both the alpha betas and the pies. No one cares about the alpha betas, by the way. Everyone's like, like, these guys have had their dicks burned off by liquid heat. And yeah, everyone's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. Anyway, anyway, about the pies getting filmed, and you say some of those guys are probably sterilised. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the nerds have been like wrongly abused and deeply humiliated, and I, I think that they use available weapons to strike back in this dirty war. So what they what they use is like you know they use um, the pies um, assets like, and and the, and they're linked to the alphabeters against them. So in the case of like these are crimes, but Here's the question I have for you: If not for the premeditated taunting, bullying, and harassment, would these powerless people have committed these actions? Now, I'm not calling for a full exoneration, perhaps just for some leniency. You know what I mean? Like, mm. do, do we think that that's the question? Like, you have to say to the jury because it's this is why we don't do it by media or by social media. We could, we would say to the jury: uh, Do you believe that that the campaign waged on these people, these powerless people, who are just trying to get an education? Um Do you think that that is, um, you know, their actions after would have happened if not for the first thing? No. No. Of course not. I rest my case, Your Honour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a javel. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like none of this shit goes down until like 50 minutes in anyway. Yeah. So that's 50 minutes of them doing fuck all.
0: It is. It is persistent
2: and relentless hazing mm. by by these two other fraternities yeah apparently yeah apparently the great like there was a greek council like you know at the college i think was it that they were filming it that that wasn't happy about them even filming the movie like, oh wow yeah well, yeah
0: the uh the um arizona that's the university of arizona they were not happy about it and the
2: I think the chancellor of that university tried to get it stopped. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that's what's really going on, isn't it? The the, the um because I never really understood this either because like part of like this is all just a bit jumbled. But with the Alpha Betas, you're like, what well, what's the deal? Why do they care? What are they trying to do? Mm. I, I actually know what what their deal is. They um you know they're on a college ride because of football. Uh, so they need to they need you know to win. They need some of them might be on scholarships. I'm not quite sure, but basically as John Goodman says in his big speech, they need to maintain control of the Greek Council so they can get the, keep the alumni support. So it's actually this, 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 this sort of financial uh, sort of feedback loop. You know, they need, they, they, so, that, so them keeping the nerds out is, is actually, you know, them maintaining power, not just at their college, but when they go out into the world and become politicians and Bankers and and whoever runs the world, you know what I mean. So that really did hit me this time. I was like, oh shit, I don't really care about that. Because when you're a kid, you sort of watch it and you just go, oh, those guys, muscle guys, just hate those nerds. And you go, yeah, yeah, they hate them because, like, you know, they can kind of see that they're that they're brilliant and smart, and they they actually need to, to maintain their power. And that's actually for me what the Greek this Greek council system is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, maybe. So so in a way, the nerds are
0: antifa and the alpha betas are, are the system.
2: Yeah. They're, they're capitalism. I think that's the, the, the modern version of it. Like I feel like, you know, you, you, you know if you saw the freaks <laughs> and geeks in Portland, Portland last year, <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, you know, the narrative is so strange now. Like, yeah, the modern version of that the remake they're talking of doing, it should be flipped because like, as I said, like, um, and you know, cause the, the group that call themselves the, the other now are sort of in charge and they, they are sore winners.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we can only hope that Seth, Seth McFarlane's brilliant enough and smart enough to realize that and maybe do, do a flip. They yeah. did a flip. I, I know you, you're you not a big fan of Cobra Kai, and I haven't seen it, so I can't. Well, really comment, I haven't seen but, it either, to yeah. Be fair. But I know they flipped that narrative where the Cobra Kais are now
2: sort of the good guys. Well, and- shouldn't you, would you? But like in that musical Wicked, they do the same thing. Like, I feel like mm, it's yeah. like it would be funny. The only way to do it now is to have the nerds in charge, yeah. If you're a thinking person, you have the nerds in charge. And you'd have them bullying um, jocks who are just trying to get on with their lives. And you'd have all these identitarian, um, you know, uh, nerds who are drunk on power. You'd have them, you know, be doing, but they would never do this. They would never, ever do this, ever, ever, ever. (laughs) Well, let's raise some funds and we'll do it. (laughs) Well, Well, yeah, I think that that would be a way better story, you know. And but if you because the thing is the Hollywood narrative is is you know you need to protect, you know, this sort of. It would be better to do a a watered down version of the old thing where the nerds persecute. Yeah, who who could seriously, in the modern context, watch someone who you know is going to become Mark Zuckerberg, like you know, and identify with them? You know what I mean? Like I don't Mm. understand. That would never wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Nor could they have lyrics like my favourite song in the movie entitled, Are You Ready for the Sex Girls? <laughs> <laughs> by the Gleaming Spires. You, are you ready for these lyrics? Let me read you some of these. Are you ready for the sex girls? The hot, hot, lean, hot, big, hot girls. Are you ready for the sex girls? The right, right, ultra-vital, nice, nice girls. They play pool in your house, take off their own clothes... They can, that's good. They can talk about love. They know where it goes. They, 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 are, woman without, they are women without any faults. See, they know where it goes, you know. So they take it about their own They know where it goes. Are you ready for the pony girls, the ride, ride, fast, ride pony girls? Are you ready for the lonely girls, the sad, sad, oh, sad, lonely girls? Oh. They got to, it's, it's pathos, okay? You've got to build in a bit of pathos into these these tracks. Um, They got time on their hands. They've got skin like seals. They can talk about love. They know how it feels. They are women without any faults. So this is the type of poetry we need to get back in our lives. Maybe one more, one more little stanza here. Here we go. Bikinis gleaming in the morning light. You might lose your life. They go crazy in the bedroom, baby, and they might explode your mind. Are you ready for the sex girls, the fine, fine, super special real sex girls? Are you ready for the best girls, the knees-showing, knees-showing, big-breast girls? (laughs) It's poetry. (laughs) That, I think, is, um, you know, I think that's what's popping on the streets. (laughs) You know? They're plugged in. They're plugged in. Because I, I you know, and I like that they, these girls sound like fun, you know. I mean, it's, it's, I don't see what the big deal is. They, they're nice, nice. They play pool. They take off their own clothes. They know where it goes. they got skin like seals. You know, I don't see what the big deal is. And, you know, just in case you didn't know, they show their knees and they've got big tits. So.
1: <laughs> this is the second time that we've heard this song.
2: What was the first one? Oh. Was it the Beach Girls? No.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think Maybe. so. Maybe.
2: Oh wow!
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. This has always confused me. This song, like, like it's one of the because you you know you've heard it a million times, like the things and you and you never really put it together. Because I mean, this soundtrack features both thriller, yeah, <laughs> and sex girls. Mm. <laughs> so imagine that. Imagine Michael Jackson, like you, you show him the the soundtrack, Quincy. Hey, Michael, Michael, are you are you <laughs> sure you want this track on this movie? Yeah, yeah, that's fine, Quincy. And he's like, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and he goes no no Mike you know it's just that these other tracks here it's, you know there's one they're doing that thing with the title song is the movie title <laughs> uh, <laughs> great song though and they got this track um are, are you ready for the sex girls <laughs> you know yeah, that's good but I, I think he signed off on
0: it once he realized there was going to be an underage kid in the movie I <laughs> <laughs> I think we broke AJ's mic.
2: AJ's mic is now destroyed. <laughs>
0: Sorry. That was his favourite part in the movie. It was just oh, that cute.
1: That was my favourite part of doing this ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's so true. So... <laughs> yes. Sorry
0: about that. Uh, (laughs) I'm surprised they got Thriller in this film. Can you Mm. name another film that has a Michael
2: Jackson track? Because it would cost so much money. Well, they obviously got it at the right moment, I guess. Or maybe there's some weird connection, like one of the the music supervisors. Because Thriller came out in 82. So so it wasn't even brand new. It wasn't Mm.
0: brand new. It was a couple of years old. So it would have been a
2: global smash. Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Fucking hell. That is because a, a track like that is a sizable chunk of your of your budget right there. You know, I mean, I, I remember reading about a, a famous Super Bowl ad that aired oh maybe 10 years ago now, and it used uh about 15 seconds of a Led Zeppelin song, and it cost them a million dollars to get oh, that. Oh wow. So when, when when you're talking big global bands and artists and songs, there's heaps of money. But
2: they also good. they also use We Are the Champions. Exactly. Mm. Yes. So and, that's another thing And big they point. do so that they, they've had to pay twice as well because you've paid to use the track but then they've paid to use the uh, the the music and the the lyrics to 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 do that sort of um choir version they yeah, do of it. Yeah. Mm. You know? Unless yeah. that already exists, but I I, don't I know think why it did. Yeah,
0: when I read the cr- credits it comes from some philharmonic
2: orchestra. So Really? Yeah. I thought the music was you know, I mean we've already talked about some of the tracks, but I, I think it's I, I love the score as well. Yeah, it's early Thomas oh. Newman. Thomas Newman, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh American Beauty and um uh what Wally. Thomas obviously done. Oh Wally, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. done he's done a lot of stuff.
0: Uh but I actually love I love listening to early stuff of his. Um there's a famous score of his for a Tom Hanks film called I think it's called The Red Shoe. Oh yes. Yeah, and uh yeah, it has some great 80s soprano saxophone in there. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting when you go back and you, some of these big Hollywood composers that are doing big grand orchestral scores, and you go back into the 80s and 90s and see the kind of music they were writing, uh, which, which was no, no less ambitious. But because they don't have the resources to have huge orchestras, they're relying
2: a lot more on synthesizers and quirky little sounds. And- well, for the interest, interestingly, like, because American Beauty Score is iconic. And, it is, yeah. And now, for the first time, I can hear the the connection. I can hear, you know, because that, like, when um, Gilbert and uh, Lewis are doing their their dragging their trunk across the park at the very beginning, that's when we get that sort of main suite of them. And it is a bit like American Beauty. It's got that because yeah. American Beauty is, you know, that sort of uh, that that bouncing vibraphone sort of like, yeah. dun, 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 yeah. dun. and it's mm. we're hearing all of that in synth. You know, as they go yeah, across the yeah. park, and um, uh, yeah, nice, yeah, nice, yeah, yeah, I love, it's it. Good. I like I love it, I like it, love it, yeah. All right, we can talk about this fucking article or what?
0: <laughs> well, uh, sure. I've got a couple of comments here. That the, the main quote. Um, so so wait, this, this is this article this, is what? So this is an article. I think it comes from a series called the Problematics.
1: Yeah. Oh, the I Problematics. checked it
0: out. Revenge of the Nerds,
2: a comedy that actually recommends rape by Glenn Kenny. Yeah. So the, uh, the problematics is article series on the decider, this website. And now it seems to me that the, the problematics is like an uptight version of side Boob cinema. Yeah. It's the, it's the inverse of us. It's it is. No, it's a bizarre version. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like,
2: yeah. you know, we go, oh, isn't that amazing? And he says, oh, isn't that problematic? That's right. You know, yeah. I say, "Oh, what about the titties?" And he says, "Oh, um, what about the titties?" Like, like he hates it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, uh, yeah. so uh,
0: one of the main, uh, one of the main statements from his article is that the film doesn't just condone rape; it recommends it. So, I, I, I was puzzled by that comment because I, I can't quite see how it recommends it. But um, right, I don't know. What do
2: you guys think? Did, so does much. Revenge
0: of the Nerds recommend rape?
2: Well, AJ, you, st- you come on. when you read the article, would were you? I mean, could you sort of see some of his points? Or, um,
1: sure, I can see some of them, but I, um, it's not. It doesn't give it any credit at all. Like he.
0: Yeah, This guy, Kenny, he's, he's totally steamed that you can still see the movie as well. Mm. So it's like it's streaming on Hulu. Uh, I can't believe it. It shouldn't be allowed there. Um, he has. So the main problem for him is that is that rape scene. And he says that it's uh, it's it's worth dwelling on the fact that not only does Lewis face neither ethical or legal consequences for rape, he's consistently rewarded for his actions for the remainder of the movie and gains Betty as a girlfriend. He calls the whole thing jaw dropping. So, I feel like all the things that you've the the the, the, the deep dive you've taken on this Astro is really. Uh, put out the fire of this guy's of this uh, guy's article and I think it's a really great counterpoint a counter argument for for why you shouldn't be taking it as seriously perhaps as as this guy does calling for its complete cancellation and
2: erasure from mm. uh, the archives of cinema history well so, i'm going to take it to this guy now i wouldn't normally do this because you know me me and you taking it to um uh little girls who work at Mamma mia that that is <laughs> that is what it is okay <laughs> and and you know i'm not proud of it but it's it's god's work all right but there's a range of people i'm really not qualified to take it to but this this guy is in my ring and i can take it to this guy so and i don't think people you so i'm going to do it so just stay, stick with me here. This guy's name's is Glenn Kenny, and I think that's important to, to know. So Glenn Kenny does this epic takedown of the film. Now, as Ricky has said, he talks about uh, he seems to support taking the film off streaming services, and he even – named. this was the thing you've left out. He's named the writers. Yes. Mm.
0: Yeah, he did in a really sinister way. He, Trial by,
2: by social media. Mm. That's right. Yeah, he names everybody that's involved in it from writing yes. to producing. So. It. Yeah. He, I thought that was that was particularly mean spirited, um, and so let's 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 just talk about what Glenn Kenny's view of, of the that the uh, you know since he does some writing for the Roger Ebert's website, you know, but clearly he knows what he's talking about. So obviously, he he believes the main role of film is to act as some kind of moral manifesto, you know what i mean? It's like an up-to-date list of laws and regulations. That's what it is. Like we watch you go oh i watched uh, this this film and you go oh, okay did you get a good did you get a good understanding of the the morals um the current morals of 2021 and it was a list of laws and regulations that that are up to date. And they go oh not really i just i kind of just like John Wick. You know? <laughs> and uh, they go oh right well you know you're problematic. So um He thinks that we should judge a film and the filmmakers by their worst excesses. So if there's one scene that doesn't wash with 2021 moral standards, then that film should be excluded from extreme services um, and erased. So, I mean, this does pose a problem for things like Hamlet, which have, you know, scenes where... Uh, the lead character, who you know, is is quite rough on on Ophelia, one of the you know, um, and very unfair and maybe even misogynistic. And does that mean we should junk Hamlet? I'm I'm not entirely sure. I'll leave that up to to Glenn Kennedy. He obviously knows best. Uh, so if you watch a film with with retrograde attitudes or elements, intentional or unintentional, then you're probably part of the problem. That's what Glenn says. He, he thinks that you probably agree with everything in the film, and the only appropriate response is to ban, censor, or remove the film from history. Mostly because, and here's what I think is behind this. Mostly because people can't handle it, you know. People, that's you listening to this. He thinks that you are the great unwashed and that you're a bunch of dummies. So um, I've done a bit of research. Uh, Glenn freely admits that he's a huge fan. He says he's faves, you know. I'm not quite sure I like it when people use the term faves, but (laughs) um, he says he's faves. Uh, (laughs) The Shining, Psycho, Goodfellas, uh, a few films like that. Let's just have a little chat about those. Goodfellas. Well, here we go. So... (laughs) So The Shining is a – this is from his list, okay? You click on his name and this is going to come up. So The Shining is a film directed by a known tyrant who bullied the lead actress. Mm. <laughs> um, it's a film that features many excesses from the boobies in the bath scene to Scatman Crothers' uh, strange sexy nude prints on the walls. Um, Psycho is a film that's judgmental of kink and discriminatory against gender issues, you know, like cross-dressing
0: and whatever. And, and, uh, and um, Sex Out of Wedlock
2: as well. Sure, Sex Out of Wedlock. Um, it also has an offensive explanation of Norman's psychological issues at the end. Mm. The title itself would probably get you um, cancelled at the New York Times if you just said, oh, geez, that guy downstairs, he's a bit of a psycho. They'd say, um, can you get your things, please? And you would, you'd be fired. Uh... Um, it's it's not it's not his best work. I'm well. You said it. Now we're getting into film nerd territory. But I'm circumspect of people who say Psycho is their favourite Hitchcock. Oh, film. I said it. Yeah. So. it's, it's got so a great sorry.
0: Bernard Herrmann score. It's iconic score. Uh, I'm I'm a big Bernard Herman fan. But the film itself, it's uh, it's a little bit boring.
2: Just be aware of people who say they're like psycho, over, better go and stuff. That's, that's a little bit of insider, insider, you know, baseball for you there. So he likes Goodfellas, a film that shows a violent man who's complicit in the murders of people and turns rat and lives to tell the tale. He's all but unpunished in real terms. Goodfellas glorifies every part of being a criminal, a criminal and a gangster. Uh, Some like it hot, another film that revels in homophobia and transphobia. And here we go. I think this is the the, the piece de resistance. He, he likes a film called Repulsion, and that is a film directed by Roman Polanski. So. Cancel this man. So Glenn Kenny likes all of these films. These are his faves. These are his faves. So let let it be known that all of these films, by the way, are heteronormative, feature fewer people of colour than they could or should have Mm. and have other dated elements and were directed by cis white tyrants. So what are the rules, Glenn? Let's get it straight, mate, shall we? So the rules seem to be that all films that don't meet 2021 moral standards should be junked, you know. His own favourites list from the Decider website, it shows that you don't care about these rules except when you're being paid to write nothing articles. And it seems to me that there are two rules, one for thee but not for me. So if you believe, um, ultimately, if you believe that morals or ideology trump art, then we're going to have very boring art. So I do not adhere to Glenn Kenny's childish, naive ideology about art. I think context is key. This movie, i so will wrap it up now, this movie is not the triumph of the will. And acting like it is is, has added to the hysteria that has completely fucking derailed the creative arts, okay? Glenn Kenny doesn't believe what he says, and neither should you. Don't let people like him continue their stronghold on our cultural artifacts. Don't let wowsers and moral (laughs) (laughs) grandstanders dominate conversations. Rent this movie. Buy this movie. Enjoy this movie. Fucking mic drop. (laughs) Cue the applause. <laughs> Standing ovation.
1: What about when he, um, he shames John Goodman?
2: <laughs> oh, I was particularly disappointed to see John Goodman. I've got to say, John Goodman
0: is not great in this film, but his character is not great either.
2: But he yeah,
0: does though. funny he yelling, though.
2: <laughs> he does do funny yelling. He's funny yelling. He says it like every time. It's like, no, <laughs> huh? So good. I love his performance. I think, I mean, it's, it's relatively one note. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just don't think that, um, yeah, we need to let these people. Why Why have we? And, look, I, I, I will apologize to our, to, to our listeners. And I'm sure our producer, Sheila, will uh Uh, uh, you know, remind me later that, you know, maybe I've brought the tone down. And you know what? I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. And I've got a solution, which we'll talk about later. But the reason I had to take it there and we couldn't make it all fun is because you know, I do love this movie. I think this movie is a gorgeous movie. It's a fun movie. It's a great movie. And, you know, I think it's been, people have made this, there's this thing now, this all or nothing thing where people are like, oh, um, you know, these, so radical people will, they'll they'll be like, I I refuse to see the 80% good in this movie. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many great messages in this movie. I'm not, But people are willing to junk the whole thing and then name the writers and try and get people to dox them online and to to take my What that guy wants, when people do that, by the way, what they want uh, is they want that person to not um, uh, be able to uh, put bread uh, on the table of their family. They want to take away their job and their livelihood and they want them destroyed. That is a mean-spirited thing, you know, and I think that is... That Why are we not calling out that instead of the the people who just made this movie did their best and even they've looked back and said, oh, yeah, you know, that same with Betty wasn't a good look. Yeah. Yeah. They've done the musical and they've cut that scene out. They've said, yeah, we could do it again. We might cut that out, you know. Because if we let the Wowsers take over, (laughs) you know, (laughs) 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 then... We're in trouble because they make fucking boring movies. They do. They do. So, anyway, I apologise to everyone for bringing it down, but um, you can tell I'm, I'm impassioned about this movie.
0: No, I think it's a triumphant statement against
2: Glenn Kelly's tyranny. I'm glad you got his guy, name. Maybe I you think... fucked up his name as well. Glenn Kelly. Glenn Kenny. <laughs> oh,
0: Glenn Kenny.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, well, Glenn Kenny, uh, you can fuck off. Uh, so are we done is that that's that's uh, revenge of the nerds
2: i think we've got a pretty deep dive but we're gonna just pivot next week because i i was hurt (sighs) this one hurt me you know (laughs) so we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna go frothy next week now i really wanted you guys to see this movie uh called Real Genius. So we're going to watch Real Genius next week. It's Val, one of Val Kilmer's underrated films. And the, and Val's in the press now because he's got a new doco out. Mm. And I think it's time for us to, to give it up for Val. So that's that's what we'll do. Um, I guarantee you I won't be unhinged next week. Sounds delicious.
1: Boring. You've got to be unhinged. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, come on. That's what we tune in for. But unfortunately, <laughs> you kind of know I will be. <laughs> 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 <You know? laughs> Uh, Shall we talk
1: about the re- review that we got? Oh, oh sure. yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah sure. Let's do you that know, because maybe we should talk about some of those films that he mentioned yes. that we might be getting into.
0: Yes. Well, we we had a we had a glowing review on Apple Podcasts the other day. Uh, I don't I don't think uh, I don't think we could tell who who wrote it. Mm. Can we? No, no, I don't think the name. so. Yeah. Uh, but they were, they were particularly. Uh, yeah, particularly kind to us and uh, loved, loved what we're doing in terms of our film reviews, uh, loves the banter, loves the sexy vibe we're going for. So we're pretty stoked about that.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, there was a, um, the person has, has given us some suggestions of things mm. that maybe we could cover in the future. Uh, I believe um, Stallone was mentioned at one point. Oh, yes, uh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute, here it is. I love the selection of your movies. That was on Midday Movie Program when I was growing up. This show is sexy, and the presenters are funny. That I can't stop listening. Please talk about more macho men like Arnie, Jackie Chan, and Stallone, as well as sexy gals.
1: Yeah, so I'm excited because yeah. then I can be disgusting about these sexy men.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm pumped. We're gonna get we're gonna get beefcakes. So we're gonna do Real Genius next week. But coming up in the future, we've got we've got Roadhouse. We're thinking of doing oh, yes. um, best of the best. You know, Let's we're do gonna be trouble big trouble oh. we're going to do commando we're going to we're going to we're going to really go there so stick with us people stick with us nice i'm uh i'm getting excited me too
0: so thanks for those recommendations and for that great uh great review on apple podcasts uh if you like what we do please consider writing your own review uh, it really helps uh, get the podcast out there and helps us get a few more ears listening We really do appreciate it. Absolutely. All right.
2: Well, let's wrap it up. Thanks, everyone. Uh, Until next time, long live the new flesh. Long live the new flesh. Like, you know, pretty woman's not a dating manual. You know what I mean? (laughs)